Welcome to Power to Sell, a student-led podcast focused on the human skills that enable us to build trust, human relationships, and simply understand one another, which is foundational to being persuasive or being great at leadership and or sales. My name is Eric Trudevig, and I'm focused on how we transform these ordinary skills to the extraordinary, or as I prefer, a superpower. Welcome to a special edition of the Power to Sell podcast. My name is Abby Zimmerman, a student at North Dakota State University. We're coming at you live from Bryant University following the wrap-up of the Northeast Intercollegiate Sales Competition. Joining me is Natalie Lemnis, a student from North Dakota State, and Jess, a student from here at Bryant University. Our guest today is a professor at Bryant University and the director of the Northeast Intercollegiate Sales Competition. Welcome, Dr. Stephanie Boyer. I just want to do a little side note before we get started. Miss Natalie Lemnis took second place in the role play part of the competition. So everyone give her a little round of applause. Woo-hoo. Amazing. <laughs> well, thank you, Abby. You're welcome. Um, so Stephanie, getting started, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and your career path? Sure. Well, here I am at Bryant University for almost 15 years now. I run the sales program. I'm also the co-founder of Rainmakers, which is a platform that allows people who want to sell to be able to practice having that selling conversation. Uh, but it didn't all it didn't really start in sales necessarily. I had a lot of different jobs before I became a sales professor. I did sell, but I was also a firefighter. I also worked at US Customs. So the path was not a direct route to sales professorship. <laughs> wow, that's kind of a crazy path. I bet you had to use a lot of questions though and sales techniques in those some of those jobs, those unique roles. Yes, yes. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's really interesting to look back now and see how much sales is really in every thing that you do. Every job that I had, every every part of my life was about positioning myself, asking for what I, for what I wanted. Um, and then, of course, you know, when I was a firefighter and I worked on the ambulance and we'd have to go in and we'd have to ask people what was wrong with them and get their vitals. And, and they had to trust us enough to communicate with us or we had to calm a situation down if someone was in an accident um, or any kind of an emergency, which is usually why you get called when you're mm-hmm. 911. Right. <laughs> there's, right. a, there's an emergency. Uh, but yes, yes, sales is part of all of that. Right. So what led you to higher ed and why have you stayed? That's a really good question. When I was an undergraduate, I was on the track team and all I wanted in the world was to go to the Olympics because my coach went to the Olympics and her coach went to the Olympics and um, set a record. So my path was there. I was, tra- I was training nine hours a day. And in my senior year, I had to redshirt because my back gave out. I just trained way too much. And I was studying psychology and criminology. And I realized that I knew nothing about business. I thought Dow Jones was somebody that would give people money. And how <laughs> to I didn't know anything. I didn't know a lick about business. And so I realized, okay, you know what? I'm not going to go to the Olympic trials. I'm not going to pursue this at all. Um, I'm injured. So let me really focus and understand business. And I went to get my MBA. When I did that, I found the PhD program at University of South Florida. I applied. It was the only one I applied to. And I just fell in love with the research aspect. Even when I was an undergraduate, I loved the research that I did um, for my psychology classes. And I thought, wow. 
sales is where psychology really comes together with marketing, which was what I was learning in my MBA program. Mm -hmm. That's a really interesting story. Can you talk a little bit about, um, so you do research now and yet you also lecture, correct? Mm -hmm. So kind of talk about like the blend of that, like what, what draws you to like still wanting to do lectures and what draws you to still wanting to do research? The research that I do aligns with my teaching and it also aligns with my service. And so when I started doing research, I looked at self-directed learning as one of the paths to success in sales. So if somebody is a self-directed learner, so no matter how successful they are, they're always looking to stay up to date with the latest information, no matter what, they just keep their foot on the gas. Self-directed learning was one of the reasons behind top performance when we started doing research. Um, So all of the research has really looked at um, how do people become top performers? How do people learn more effectively? um, And how can we keep them motivated and inspired? So all the things that I'm researching are aligning with what I'm teaching in the classroom. And so I try to take some of those lessons in to keep the classroom engaged, um, to help the students to find their motivation, find their confidence, um, and feel supported in the classroom. Very cool. So we went to a breakout session this um, during this competition about confidence. And the stress... You're stressing the um, importance of confidence in sales and confidence even just in business in general. Can you talk a little bit about your research with confidence specifically? Yes, yes. In the journal Selling, uh, we actually published a paper and we were looking at students coming into these sales competitions, students coming into my sales classes, and people who are coming into training. And what we found across the board was that women who came into these classes and these trainings had a lower level of confidence than the men did. But their empathy levels were a little bit higher. Um, And so we were wondering, why is it that women are so hard on themselves? Why are they lacking some of this confidence? Because they usually do really, really well when it comes to selling. Um, And so we found that if we would do a little bit of improv and lots of role playing and feedback, we could boost up some of that confidence. But typically what we see is that students are hard on themselves, but especially women are, are extra hard on themselves when it comes to selling, doubting themselves as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I know in prep for NISC, um, we did a few practice role plays with some um, professionals in Fargo, and I was especially hard on myself. And the practice and the repetition of doing it definitely built my confidence when I came out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and so getting that feedback mm-hmm. from an employer, from somebody who's an expert and yeah. who's been doing it for a while, and they say, you're actually pretty good at this. And then they tell you what you're doing right. It's incredible Mm -hmm. because usually you just feel like, oh, that wasn't very good, right? All this, all this self-doubt. You only look at the bad that you did. You don't look at any of the good. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. And, and the men don't experience that same reaction. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very interesting. I definitely learned a lot yesterday in our session. I'll give you a break, Stephanie. And Jess, I'm going to put you on the spot. Go um, for it. Tell us a little bit kind of lessons you've learned from Dr. Boyer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I couldn't even count. I stumbled into her sales class last semester. But I would say that everything that I've learned from traveling with her to multiple different competitions um, and just being around her all the time, one thing that I've noticed everywhere is that skill sales skills are transferable to everything that we do. So every interview that I've had in the past two years, every interaction that I have, these sales skills are prevalent and they show up everywhere. 
And I feel like that's kind of the biggest thing that I've learned from her. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. If you can't sell yourself, you can't sell anything, right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Well, Jess, could you tell us a little bit about yourselves? Yeah. So I'm a third year student at Bryant University. I'm in the three plus one MBA program. So an accelerated path to get my master's. Um, I'm on the cheerleading team. I'm the fundraising chair of that. Oh, that's a big sales role right there. (laughs) And then I'm the president of the sales team here. And I'm in a sorority as well. So kind of involved around campus quite a bit. You are very busy. Mm -hmm. Very busy. Jess, (laughs) we had a chance to talk to Jess before the podcast. And she had actually brought up a very interesting thing. I had asked her why Bryant. And she said that, well, I'll let you kind of share. Share a little bit about the psychology paired with the business. Yeah, absolutely. So at Bryant University, the curriculum, the way that the curriculum is structured, you have to, if you're majoring in business, or any sort of business, you have to minor in liberal arts and vice versa. So you have to have that mix. And that worked out perfectly for me because I knew that I wanted to do business. But even in high school, I took like, I think it was AP Psych in high school. And I was like, oh my gosh, the stuff that I'm learning is so interesting. So I wanted to make sure that no matter where I went to college, I had that psychology in my curriculum. Mm -hmm. So the way that the curriculum was structured was perfect. So I knew that I was going to be a marketing major with a minor in psychology and then I stumbled upon the sales program and then added that as a minor as well. Yeah. And how cool now that your research is in confidence and empathy mm-hmm. and like the psychology. So I feel like you're definitely in the right place. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Crazy how it all works out. Right. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. How does it feel after you have all heated? <laughs> It feels amazing to be done. Um, it was very, very fun. It was very interesting because I, I also kind of stumbled upon our sales program um, kind of accidentally. I actually heard about it from a pharmacy major at our school, which is quite a story in itself. Um, so I didn't have a lot of confidence coming in to the sales program in general. Um, I didn't. I really only wanted to do it to learn how to sell myself. I wanted to become a financial advisor, so I wanted to be able to sell myself to my clients. Um, I've really fallen in love with it, and coming out to Bryant to compete was I'm very proud of myself because a year ago I would not have done this. And so I feel like my confidence is a lot higher. Um, Definitely an overall great experience. I am so thankful for the experience as a whole. And for the listeners that are listening, um, how NISC works is you – it's a series of role plays. And before you go in the role play, you get held in this holding room. And I am absolutely convinced that the holding room is like this – like social experiment where we see how like <laughs> people's like anxiety manifests. It's so cr- it's like really cool to watch actually because you have the people that are pacing back and forth in the room or the people that have their headphones on or can't talk to anyone. And then you have someone who's trying to talk to everyone in the room. Um, so I think yeah, these competitions are absolutely incredible for the networking, for the learning, but you also learn so much about yourself. Honestly, when I come here, yes, I learn how to sell, but I also learn how, how anxiety shows up in my life or things like that. Um, so I think it's absolutely incredible. And you, you find those little things about yourself and what is your power and maybe what's your weakness. And then knowing that moving forward is absolutely priceless. So for sure. Yeah. How do so you, what's f- the power? Oh, my power, I would say, reflecting back on today definitely like you have to separate the music from the noise right like you you cannot succumb to oh my gosh everyone's freaking out this is going to be live streamed like how are they going to do it well maybe their pitch is better than me like it's it's fully you versus you once you walk in the room it's not oh it's me versus all these six finalists it's if I go in there and I do the best that I know that I can and I'm the most authentic version of myself I truly sit down and I listen and I'm genuine that's my power right there and Mm -hmm. it's not worrying about 
what someone else is doing. It's about, am I doing the best that I can? I love that. And, you know, sometimes when we're in these stressful situations, we start to think about all those other things and we only have so many cognitive resources. We only have so much capacity to process information. And so if in your mind you're like, oh my gosh, this is live stream streaming. There's hundreds of people that are watching this live right now. There are hundreds of people that could watch it later after the fact. If you start to fill your mind up with all of these other thoughts, you're, you have no resources. You have no cognitive ability left to listen, right? to think about how to empathize and to be present in the conversation because you're just so nervous thinking about everything else. So I think that being able to improve that skill to be focused in the moment, focus at the task at hand, at the direct problem you're trying to solve is a huge skill to develop yeah. while you're in college. Yeah, you brought up being present, and that is so true of just like you're always thinking of the next thing. Okay, after this, I have to go run and do my speed seller. After this, I have to maybe prep for the next round if I make it. But it's just like slow down, mm-hmm. focus at the task at hand, and then we'll see. So very cool. Well, how about you for what, how does it work to be on the other side of things on the other side of the table for running one of the biggest sales competitions in the country? It's really exciting because students come in, faculty come in and people are nervous, but they're also excited. Uh, the employers are excited to meet the students, but nobody really understands what's happening their first time. So they come in and they're not really sure what to expect. But then by the end of it, people are bonded, they've made so many connections, they're excited, and they leave invigorated back to their program. So that way, they have all this enthusiasm that comes with competing, with performing well, with getting feedback, and then they go back to their sales programs, and they just win over all of these other people because they're so excited Mm -hmm. about what's happening, about the opportunity, and it's just elevating sales for everyone, but it only works if everybody works hard. The students have to train, the faculty have to be supportive, the faculty have to share the opportunities, keep their students organized, the students have to manage their schedules with classes and everything else, work, organizations on campus, Um, and then the sponsors have to come in and they have to be prepared and they have to be present so that they're actually paying attention and watching every single conversation. And that's why we like to have the judges in the room with the students. Uh, so that way, there there really aren't other distractions. The judges are right there mm-hmm. with the students. So uh, how it feels, it feels incredible to be able to create a platform for people to come in and and train and get excited about this. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone's just so appreciative and supportive of each other. So yeah, well, I, I have to it. say thank you. So thank you for all the work that you put into this. Thank I know you. that it takes definitely a whole year. You're probably already prepping for next year. Oh, um, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So we so are. thank you for all the intention that's put into it. I appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. So Stephanie, one final question that we like to ask our guests is: um, as you're sitting in a room with three college students that are about to graduate, what's one piece of advice you could give to a new graduate for starting their career? That's a really good question. I think. The best advice would be to go after what you want. So don't let anyone else define what you can achieve, what you can accomplish and your worth to just go after, go after your goals unrelentlessly. Mm -hmm. Do it with confidence. Do it with confidence. Yeah. (laughs) Don't, don't doubt yourself. Yeah. Just focus, be present and go after what you want. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Awesome. Thank you so much, Stephanie. And thank yeah. you for joining us, Jess. Of course. We're peacing out from Bryant University in Rhode Island. <laughs> We hope you enjoyed listening to the Power to Sell podcast. This podcast is sponsored in part by the North Dakota State University Center for Professional Selling and Sales Technology. Have a great day.